Welcome to Music and Mayhem. Thank you for joining me on my fourth episode. Um, I hope to be getting out more soon, especially as summer comes along. I know all of us teachers are getting down to our last few days and weeks of school and trying to figure out the nitty gritty of closing out the school year, surviving the school year, and how it went overall. And I will say for me, it has definitely been a tough school year. Um, Virtual probably three quarters of the school year nearly and then hybrid for the rest of it teaching K through eight um, general music and then I also since I teach at a parochial school I also teach K through five religion and so it's just been a tough one this year. But to all you teachers who are making it to the last days of school, yay, congratulations, you made it, you are doing an awesome job, and I do hope you go back to teaching next year, because I do have this uh, feeling in the pit of my stomach that there will be a lot of teachers moving on to new career choices after this past year. I know so many teachers have felt so unappreciated lately. But I did want to talk about all the fun things I'm doing at the end of the school year and how I'm just trying to move forward in music education. Um, Let's see, I found some pretty cool websites that have been very helpful for me um, to help my students just gain some fun activities while learning at the same time. Um, like simple rhythm notation and reading. It's something they didn't have with their music teachers in the past a lot of or a good understanding of. And honestly, uh, watching my piano, private piano students, I realized how hard it is for um, these minds to grasp notation sometimes. It, It is learning another language. You are learning a new language. You're learning the language of music and just the lines and spaces and um, rhythmic notation can definitely be a challenge but my kids are doing an awesome job of kind of figuring it out on their own without me um, giving like a huge presentation we really just go into it and I think it's awesome that they follow that quickly I think it's quicker than saying this is a quarter note and you go for a quarter note. No, I really just get some music going and I put some notation up on the board. Um, We get some rhythm sticks out or some instruments and we follow it and I do use like my um, Kodai notation, um, verbal notation as well. Ta, ta, ti, ti, ta. I would truly love to be learning, um, what is it called? music learning theory notation, the do, 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 but I'm not a pro at that yet, and I've been kind of searching for some things to be able to get some sort of certification in that, but there's so many things I want to get certified in, and it can't all happen in a year, so so one website or YouTube channel that I have been um, using a lot is Musication, so shout out to them. They have been absolutely just so fun. Um, The kids love the rhythmic activities, the boomwhacker activities. Um, They have 
some easy ones, but the majority of them are, I don't want to say they're difficult, but they're a little more complicated. So I do wish that they had some easier um, activities for my younger kiddos, like my kindergarten and first graders. They're still um, feeling a beat, feeling the rhythm. Um, I mean, I really haven't even fully expose them to notation because I use first steps in music and a lot of it is singing and play um, curriculum which is a lot of fun but with musication like the kids love it even if they're not playing their um, their notation their rhythmic notation at the right time they are they're truly having fun and honestly that's that's the point of music general music really is to expose your students to that and let them learn and grow the way their mind is telling them. So they're gonna develop in their own time and place and they're doing an awesome job of that. And I have some students who have truly shined in these activities who did not quite, um, they didn't excel maybe with the singing and the other games, but when I brought this out, they were, I mean, it was on a, a smart, screen I guess I have like an Epson projector and it's almost like playing dance dance revolution or <laughs> guitar hero um, where the notes are going down the line and once it hits the glowing line they have to clap or tap their instrument and some of them really excelled like I was surprised that one of my students they really struggle with the singing activities I think they feel very shy and embarrassed but when I put an instrument in his hand, um, this child hit every note on the correct beat every time. And it was really amazing because he's in first grade. And I was like, and I really didn't think he was excelling in something. But when I saw that, it, I got so excited and I couldn't wait to tell um, his parent how awesome he did. And if I would have never found this YouTube channel, I would have never seen that in the way I should have seen it beyond the activities that we do. So I'm so glad I popped into that and was having like an off day and just, or week and really just wanted something to engage the kids, but to where my brain didn't have to be completely 100% on. Cause some days it's like that our brains, they literally can't handle anything else. And I have three weeks left of school and I am totally burnt out. Like I am ready to be done for summer. Um, I know some people who only have like four days left and I am so jealous, but musication on YouTube um, absolutely floored me with their activities. I even pulled out some boom whackers um, with the kids and they loved it. And we're playing some awesome songs and they're very engaged. And, I've done it for two weeks in a row and they want to do more. So I'm like, if you want to do more, we're going to do more. Because sometimes um, their learning is up to them and, and that's okay. They can choose an activity and I'm okay with that. Um, another website that I always go to, of course, that every teacher goes to is Teachers Pay Teachers. And I found some fun activities there too for my older kids, especially my 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. I have been doing the like history of video games and um, creating like chiptunes with them 
8-bit chiptunes or 16-bit chiptunes, and they have absolutely been loving it. I didn't think, like, some of them aren't into it, but honestly, as a teacher, you truly can't please everyone, especially a music teacher or art teacher or specials teacher. Like, they feel like when they're in English or math that, oh, I have to do this because it's a core subject. But sometimes when they get into music or art or gym, like, well, I want to do this and I want to do that. And I'm like, well, right now we have to do what I want because I'm the teacher. Um, But... I do try to play into their likes and dislikes and some people like it, some people don't, but the majority of them do enjoy video games. And so the music that goes with these older games is really fun to create. And um, you can also listen to other people's chip tunes as well on Beepbox. So it's beep, like beep beep and beepbox, which is really fun. Um, and I'm learning a lot too, and I'm really enjoying it too, because I'm a child of the 80s, well, late 80s, early 90s, and it's so much fun. I remember playing like Mario and Duck Hunt, um, Tetris on my Game Boy, Zelda, it's music like that, and the kids are like, oh, I, I know this, I know this, I play these old games, and I'm like, what? And and some of those old games are now new games for them because they've definitely been updated. Um, Sonic's a big one, especially since the movie came out. So they are really enjoying creating chiptunes, and I'm enjoying it as well, and I'm learning a lot. And then they're also learning some science of sound um, cross-curricular things with that because of the shapes of the sound waves and then using sound waves and how the sound waves work. So it's really neat to see the kids enjoying that, especially my eighth graders who have been a really, really tough bunch this year. The ones online don't speak to me. I don't think they speak at all. I'm pretty sure they forgot how to speak. And the ones in person can't stop talking some days and they are always complaining about the Quaver music that I use, and I love Quaver, so shout out to Quaver music in Nashville, but the eighth graders don't like it. They think it's a little childish for them, which fine, it's fine. I mean, it is what it is. So, um, yep, chiptunes, beatbox, like beep beep again, so beatbox.com, and the kids are loving it. Um, that's another resource that I've been kind of pulling from or into, but that whole unit from Teachers Pay Teachers, um, I'm going to pull it up really quick so that I can give um, credit where credit is due to the creator of that unit. So I'm just going to pull up my purchases really quickly because you can really get lost in Teachers Pay Teachers, by the way. <laughs> but it's the... Um, the Music Espionage. He has a huge bundle of the history of video games and music. Um, and it's also good for distance learning. So you can do it in class and with your distance students. And that really helped me with hybrid um, hybrid teaching. Um, another one are these digital escape rooms. One I picked up is The Mystery at the Jazz Club. It's by Band Directors Talk Shop. And that's also on Teachers Pay Teachers. So Teachers Pay Teachers has endless opportunities. Another one my kids absolutely love because we love Chrome Music Lab is these Chrome Music Lab task cards by that music teacher. Um, he's got some awesome stuff for um, 
all of my students and that all of my students can do. And when I'm having a day where I'm like, hey, I need my online kids to do something and I want to do like a hands-on activity with my in-person kids, I have my online kids do the task cards and I have my in-person kids um, do the hands-on activities with me and it works really well. And I can also, you know, create an assignment for the online kids so that they can get like credit for being in music and then completing an activity and then showing me that they've learned something, which is nice. So that was um, that music teacher with the online task cards, the Chrome Music Lab task cards, and Chrome Music Lab is so much fun. And then the music espionage was for the history of video games and band director's talk shop um, for a music escape room, which is a lot of fun as well. So that's kind of where I have been um, teaching out of lately, other than uh, my first steps in music curriculum that I, I love to pull out of. But with my kindergartners this year, it's been really hard to have them do these um, movable activities. They have been a very tough group to teach this year. And I think it's just they kind of, um, being home, they lost a lot of their structure. And so when that structure is kind of lost on them, it really affects their classroom management. So I, I try to keep them in a seat um, or, you know, and I have to have desks in my room this year, which I don't like because of COVID, but I keep them at their desk and try to keep their hands busy with an instrument, uh, rhythm sticks, or an activity where they can color while we do music. So that's what some activities um, that I've been working through this year. Um, what else have I been doing? I mean, it's just been such a, I feel like it's been going extremely fast and extremely slow at the same time. So I'm really not sure some days what I'm doing, which is fine. It is what it is. Um, when I am on the brink of the end of the school year, uh, it's been a tough year, um, physically, mentally. I hope that all my teacher friends are doing amazing out there. For my new friends who are just tuning in, I hope you are also doing amazing. You know, this is a pretty short episode, but it was just something that was on my mind and I needed to get it off my mind. So I thought I would talk into my microphone today and kind of share with um, all my teacher friends or not teacher friends, parents, whoever decides to listen today, what I've kind of been doing in my music classroom to get me through to the end of the year. Um, you can continue following me on Music and Mayhem. You can follow me on Twitter at Miss, Mrs. O's Music. You can go to my website, musicwithmrsoliver.com, as well as my Facebook page, Music with Mrs. Oliver, um, where it will take you um, through my page, you can check me out, um, check out my bio, maybe join my group, um, making music education matter. So I hope to be hearing from you and seeing from you soon. Thank you so much for joining me on my fourth episode of Music and Mayhem. Um, I'd love to talk to you again. Can't wait to do number five, and I will definitely be coming out with many, many episodes this summer and hopefully um, more frequently as well. So. Thanks for joining me on Music and Mayhem. I hope the end of the year is filled with so much musical mayhem in your life because that's what makes life amazing. That's what makes life amazing. I can't talk today. Um, I will see you next time. Bye.